Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, babe. Welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. It is me, your host, Diana Jibia, here to recap. Oh my God, sorry. I just got the most idiotic comment. This is why I can't record and, and look at my phone at the same time. I'm going to put that down. It is me, Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Shoot me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Um, yeah, where you could look at all the idiotic comments and more really great ones. Honestly, like everyone's been so exciting and supportive. So I really shouldn't say there's a lot of idiotic comments because there's really one or two. But, you know, like your brain just wants to focus on the negative. My brain does. I mean, I think it's a human thing. Everyone's brain wants to focus on the negative. Too long, didn't read. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok. I've been so excited to connect with all of you. Um, if you're in my DMs, I am always trying to respond. Talking Bravo. I love, love, love it. In the words of Teresa Judice. Um, while you're on G, follow Believe Too. They're at Believe Podcast and Believe Lifestyle. Okay, I am ready ready to talk about this reunion. I am just as ready as Ariana was when she walked in there, except instead of wearing a really hot, like, cutout gown, I am currently in some leggings and a, a tank top that I've had for years. Definitely similar to her in spirit, which I have to say, kudos to Ariana for being so poised and well-spoken and grounded throughout this whole reunion. I can barely do that when someone like bumps into me at the grocery store and you are just calm, cool, and collected in front of your ex who cheated on you with your best friend a few days prior. So she's, she's absolutely killing it. Um, all right. I'm getting right into my notes. I did watch the episode last night. I mean, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be talking to you right now. Um, I just did a rewatch of the Peacock. They call it the pumped up version with um, uncensored. So you see the cursing and then more unseen footage, which, by the way, I don't know about you, but I, I can't tell what the unseen footage is. Maybe I don't pay attention enough to the original episode, but can they do what they do on the never before seen episodes and like put a little unseen footage marker in there? Because I used to take that for granted and now I'm like, I see, I see why that would be helpful. So there's going to be a ton of points in this podcast where I'm like, was this unseen footage? Because I'm not sure. But anyway, let's let's get into it. James and Lala have made this entire reunion this whole entire reunion um that they're like the peanut gallery they are the peanut gallery i love how we just jump right back into them and they're booing tom which he deserves a crowd booing at him at all times like he should be punished to have someone walk around just yelling boo behind him for the rest of his life but then i see that would probably be more of a punishment for the person doing it i don't know maybe oh maybe they can get like one of those drones that we have here in la that like um deliver 
they do like the food delivery, maybe we could attach a megaphone to it and it'll be like, boo, following him around. Um, but yeah, we kick off with the two of them. Lala actually shared my story last night because if you know me well, you know I have a SpongeBob reference for everything. And when they were booing, I thought of the one clip where um, Squidward like took SpongeBob's place at the Krusty Krab for the day. And he's like, let's hear it for the fry cook who took my place. And he's like, hip, hip, boo. And that happens a bunch of time. And someone just yells, boo, you stink. So I shared that in my story and Lala reshared it. So we love a SpongeBob reference. Apparently she does too, because she called Raquel a SpongeBob looking hoe, which I mean, SpongeBob's cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was unseen or not. That's one of the, the one of my unseen mysteries. Um, I feel like this episode did not provide us with new information, which I guess is the downside to this all happening in real time, because things are leaking. And as much as we love a leak in the moment, we're like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Then it, it's like you watch the episode and you're like, well, I already freaking knew this. I was really mad because they teased Raquel coming out. And then they put it at the last half of the episode. And this was, um, jumping back to a few minutes ago, the stupid remark on my Instagram, because I made a video. I was like, you know, Bravo, why do you hate us? I have trust issues. Like, anyone with a sense of humor would get that this was funny. This was a funny, relatable rant, because we're all thinking this, even though we knew it was going to happen. And someone who, by the way, has Jax as a profile picture, um, her name is Emily. That's all I really know about her. She's like, have you seen this? What did you expect? Like, no. I know how this works. I'm just angry. Let me feel my feelings. You know what? You know, like, how, why people are so miserable in life? Because they don't feel their feelings. So let me feel it. Apparently, a lot of other people agreed with me. I don't even know how many likes I'm on, and this isn't a brag, but I'm just amazed that this post blew up because I was like, all right, I need to do a reel. The reunion just aired. We didn't learn anything new. I didn't find anything particularly reel-worthy to elaborate on. And then I was like, well, let me just rant. I'm annoyed that they held up for Cal. Let me rant on that. And it blew up. I did not think it was going to go anywhere. I was like, well, it's the only thing I could think of. So thank you again for supporting that. Um, all right. Oh, so then we get into Lala and Tom. And Tom is just doing what he does best and mansplaining because he is the worst. And he tries to mansplain that the definition of a narcissist to Lala. And I think I spoke about this last episode. A lot of people, including Tom Sandoval himself, are just under the impression that a narcissist is someone who is full of themselves, and that is not it. He tries to tell Lala that she's a narcissist um, because she loves herself and she has a big ego, and she called him out. She's like, I have an ego the size of this building, and I am not a narcissist. You're a moron. And... I, I cannot commend her more. It's really something that you, you don't understand unless you're in it and you don't ever want to be in it. So if you don't understand it, I'm kind of happy for you, but I wish you would just let everyone who's been through it speak because narcissists are slick talkers. They're good liars. They'll turn everyone against you. They will use your words against you, which we see Tom do many, many times in this reunion. I'm actually going to, I have some examples I'm going to point out, but it's been done to me. It's been done to me. Like, I've had concrete evidence of someone saying something, and when I copied and pasted it to them, they're like, oh, well, I didn't mean it in that way. It's like, what other fucking way did you mean it? But because I wasn't as educated as I am now, I fell for it. So 
I get really fired up when I see these scenes. And I, I just want to say thank you to Lala for spreading the good word. Um, so in my notes, I literally have Lisa WTF because she is sticking up for Tom. Um, I'm happy that James kind of called her out on it, but she's like, oh, I'm not sticking up for him. I'm just talking about you, Lala. But it's like you after everyone in this episode. You went after Lala for her like skewed timeline with when she started um, dating Randall. You went after James, accusing him of sleeping with Kristen on the show. And listen... We, we know that that's true. We know that James did sleep with Kristen on the show, and we know that Lala was probably being a little bit shady with Randall. But here's the thing. What Mustache did this whole season was way worse, and she has not pressed him once. When he has gone on and on about how their relationship was supposedly bad, she has not said anything like, oh, well, I wasn't under that impression. You and Ariana were always great. Um, which did leave me to believe, which we know this is not true because she tweeted it, but she was in on this longer than everyone else, but we know that's not the big reveal. I still think she she was on to something, and then even in that episode, she said to him, you seem happy. But yeah, I think Lisa is just really getting on everyone's wrong side because she's not doing Jack to just even hold Tom to the fire a little bit. Even a little bit. Um. Okay. Raquel was interesting. Raquel Rachel, she, like, she got sad about the wrong things. And I, I use sad loosely because it, it, there were no tears. Like, maybe she just had different eye movements for when she was sad. But she was upset that, um, she said he was offended about how Tom lied about Ariana's relationship or his relationship with Ariana. They were intimate more times. And apparently... He or I can assume he was telling her that they weren't and they were going to break up and they weren't doing anything. So listen, guys lie. Not all guys lie. Girls lie too. Do I think he lied to her about that? Yes. Do I think it's a problem he lied to her about that? Yes. But here's the kicker. And it's like a good kicker, like a Mia Hamm soccer kicker. Rachel, this is your best friend. You have no right to be offended that he had a good relationship with Ariana because you saw the whole thing in front of your eyes and you still did what you did. You knew they were together. It's not like, and again, I, cheating is not something I'm like, let's all go cheat, but shit happens. And it's not like, Raquel didn't know Ariana and like he was lying saying oh my girlfriend and I are breaking up and like they lived in two different states whatever and she believed him it's not like that she was right there for the whole thing so that just really annoyed me not soon after we see Tom having the don't film me um meltdown and that was interesting you know I always think that you can tell a lot about a person by the way they treat people. And God bless that producer, Patrick, because he handled it the best he could. At first, Tom is just like, yeah, you know, like, I need a break. I need a break. I want to talk to her alone. We have to watch what we say. Which, by the way, he was coaching her or he wanted to coach her on what to say. There are so many coaching moments. Honestly, I feel like Tom's going to have a whole ass little league, little league team by the time this reunion's over because he's got Raquel. Um, she, hold on, I like have coaching notes in here. Um, 
in her one-on-one with Andy that Ariana did not ask about whether or not Tom was being unfaithful, like never brought up the subject. So therefore, like she justified that as one of the reasons why it was okay. That's something Tom literally said in the finale. Like, I see the draw there. So that's one way you could tell she was coached by Tom. Ariana said that um, he once said, if something someone says something dumb about you, never let him finish a sentence. And then Tom right away was like, no, 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 you told me that. So I bet another thing he coached people on is deny, deny, deny. I'm sure he's coached Schwartz on what to say. Um, because especially, did you guys catch, which I know a lot of people have, when Raquel was walking in, he said, green light, green light. And then right after that is when Tom brought out the Xanax bottle. I don't know this is true. This is my opinion. This is something I made up, but the timing there was a little sus. Even though it would be obvious. Well, no, because then maybe they didn't think they were going to use that in his mic and they were just going to edit it out. But anyway, the, the long and short of me thinking out loud is, I, my opinion is that the green light, green light was the cue for Tom to pull out his Xanax bottle and distract everyone before Raquel came out. That way the focus would be on like, why are you taking Xanax? Like blah, blah, blah. Um, before Raquel got there to take the heat off her. It's just my opinion. What do you think? Let me know in the DMs. But anyway, that meltdown was so ridiculous. Like at first he's being calm with Patrick and then he just gets angry and he's like, it's illegal like for us to not get a break. And he, I mean, he understood. We all know he understood what Patrick was saying. God bless St. Patrick. But Patrick was just saying, look, you can't, you can have a break, but you need to be alone if you have the break. If you're with someone else, we need to have a camera on you. And I think Tom understood what he was saying. He was just trying to play dumb and be like, no, I need a break. Like, you won't give me a break. This is illegal. I need a break from this. I need a breath. Like, it just was narcissism at his finest. Like, just manipulating and trying to use every single tactic he could to get his way. He threw a fit. All he did, Tom, this whole episode was deflect. Like, deflect, deflect, deflect. Even when James um, brought up his drinking, which I want to make it super clear, I don't think that James should be drinking. However, it's not my business to tell someone whether or not they should be sober. But I think James and alcohol are a bad combo. And that story Tom told about Atlantic City, which, by the way, everything comes back to Jersey. How does everything come back to Jersey? One of the, I used to work in radio and one of the hosts I worked for, I worked for a Jersey station. He's like, there's always a Jersey connection. And like, there honestly is a Jersey connection. But anyway, the story was Atlantic City. They were working there. I'm sure it was like Harris, the pool after dark. Don't quote me. Doing a club appearance. James was DJing. Tom suggested that James got too drunk and assaulted a waitress, like slapped her butt allegedly. And then the guard was like, we have to remove your friend from the premise. And then they lost the gig, which if it is the pool after dark, like I'm thinking, it wasn't a weekly residency. So it, what they did at the pool after dark, like a Jackson Brittany did one, Jesse McCartney did one. I went with my friends. It said doors open at 10 and Jesse McCartney literally came on at like, 1 a.m. for five minutes, did one song and walked off. So the gist of all that is to say this wasn't a residency. It wasn't like a job job. Not that, not to say that James shouldn't be drinking, but I think that Tom is making it a bigger deal than it, what it really is. And also, 
where Tom lost me was when he said he's not as bad as of a drunk. Should we hold James's feet to the fire for his drunk acts, especially the ones he's done on the show? Absolutely. I'm not saying they shouldn't bring it up at the reunion. I'm not saying they shouldn't hold him accountable. Talk about it. However, when you're talking about it, Tom has no room to say that him and James are different and try and make James look like the only bad guy. Not even the bad guy, because James, again, when he's bad, he drinks, but like, he's not the only bad guy. There can be more than one bad guy. Um, okay, here's where I got confused if this was a new scene, James's new home. I don't remember that being brought up, but then again, I, I just could have zoned out. I tend to do that a lot. He's a fellow Valley resident now. Good for him. I remember hearing on Lala's podcast that he bought a home. So hopefully it continues to turn things around. I think Allie is good for him. However, I think she might be a little too good for him. And she might realize that and walk. Hopefully for his sake, not. Because I, I think that, I don't know, she could just keep him on the up and up. But yeah, good for him. Homeowner. That's something I haven't done yet, so... Congrats. There was also the Coachella rumor. Again, I didn't I didn't notice if this was unseen or not. I need to do better. But do you think, and hold on, let me explain that. The Coachella rumor, Sheena said that Raquel told her that one night at Coachella, Tom told her that he and Ariana were in an open relationship. And I'm sorry, I could not do a diagram for you there because... It's a lot of like the, that gif of the lady looking at all the shapes and numbers. That's what I felt like reading that. Do you think that Tom is the one who started that open relationship rumor that planted the seed? Or do you think Raquel lied about him saying it? And that was her idea to put that out there so that she can kind of um, distract from her side of the blame on this since Ariana's her best friend. I tend to think that Tom started it, but it's just interesting to look at it from a different angle. Lots of possibilities. All of them suck. Um, okay. R Raquel, Rachel, holy crap. Talk about, like, I feel, <laughs> I'm like, I'm struggling for words. Because I never thought it would be possible to get to know a person less and less on a show. And I feel like every time we see her, we give back information we knew about her. Like, we learn negative things about her. There's no emotion. The only time she speaks really, like, important info was when they're talking about the temporary restraining order with Sheena, and she's like, maybe I should have written... written, But that's something she would have said. Maybe I should have written Sheena a letter. And, like, I'm starting to see how this is all negative. Like, now you see... Not the part where Tom came on to you or you guys kissed. Now you see it's disastrous. I'm not surprised because she did think that this was going to unfold a lot better and, like, everyone be happy. But, yeah, she's like, I don't know. What did she think was going to happen, which is the million-dollar question for Raquel. I, I would love to get inside her mind. I don't want to be mean, but like whatever mind she does have, I would like to get inside there and see her logic because the math is just not mathing. Um, all right, I'm just scrolling through my notes. Some more. I think I hit everything in my... Um, oh, no, I think this was unseen. Sorry. 
in the one-on-one, Andy asks Raquel, is she coming back? And she's like, well, I don't know. I want to. Which, of course, she wants to. It's a reality show. She's getting exposure. But I don't know. I don't know if she's going to come back. I've been asking a lot of people about that. So we'll just have to see what plays out. Again, I, I, I want her and Tom to come back, not because I want them to be on the show and, like, root for them, but I want to see them continue to be held more accountable, and I want to see the aftermath. I was listening to Nick Viles' um, episode he had with Brad, who is friends with, like, Sheena and Ariana and all them, and used to be close with Tom Sandoval, and Nick brought up a great point. It's like, we want to see the aftermath, and if Tom and, and Raquel don't come back to the show, like, we still don't have that aftermath, so that's, that's why I would want to see them come back. Uh yeah, I'm going to give this episode, this reunion episode, like a C. There really weren't too many outstanding points to me. Just the meltdown, which was terrible to watch. Schwartz is just a hot mess. Um, can we talk about those push-ups, too? Like, what are you doing? Get off the floor in your clothes. Like, you're on TV. You're on TV. Schlepp. Honest to God, he's a schlep. I don't even care anymore. I used to like him a lot. Now I see what he's done. Like, no, he's a schlep who needs his own brain and he needs to get out from under Sandoval. Uh, yeah, so I'm grading it a C. Not enough new information. The meltdown was good. Um, Sheena definitely gave a lot of emotion. Lala definitely gave a lot of emotion. I'm happy that the the restraining order was dropped which as we all know have you seen the memes going around where the paper that Raquel handed to Andy like it's like what Raquel wrote and it's a drawing of a girl and it says sorry I've seen that I've seen another one it's like I know a preschooler wrote that says sorry for nothing um those are really funny one is just like a hand turkey which I mean might as well have been what she handed because from what I understand legally, I'm not a lawyer, but that motion did nothing. They still had to show up for court no matter what. So the moral of the story is don't file restraining orders against your friends when you're the one who messed up, especially if they did nothing wrong. If they did something wrong, fine, but they didn't do anything wrong. Um, which I guess before I go, I do another thing about Tom, the deflect, the deflect, the deflect. I think another coaching technique of his was to pause because when Andy asked him if he thought that Sheena punched Raquel like that was a pregnant ass pause not only was that a pregnant pause the baby was coming out of that pause like we were late to the delivery room labor already started pause it was awkward and Andy was like are you gonna answer my question and you could tell that he was gonna lie because he's like, I don't want to hurt my relationship with Sheena. And it's like, well, number one, as Ariana said, you don't have one. And he's thinking in that moment, I can kind of get inside his mind. He's like, if I say she did it, it's not true. And now it's going to look bad. But if I don't, I'm not standing up for Raquel. Like I, again, I'm not a mind reader. I don't know if he's actually thinking that. But my best hunch is that's what was going on in his mind, which again, contributes to the fact, as James so eloquently put, he is a worm with a mustache. Um, oh, okay. The last thing I want to touch on is why is there only one episode with Raquel now? 
I'm annoyed. And it's not because I want to see her on my TV, kind of as I touched on the aftermath before, but a little bit different. She is the only cast member who is not given an interview. We had Tom's award-winning interview with Howie Mandel. Ariana did watch What Happens Live and then call her daddy. Sheena and Lala have been sharing info on their own podcasts. Is really the only one who hasn't publicly spoken on, spoken on this. And I think we've been waiting for her to speak on this since the day it came out. We all want to know whatever little reasoning she can come up with for doing this. We want to hear what Tom told her, if she's even going to tell the truth. I want to hear her side of the story, not because I want to support her, but because I'm a nosy bitch. That's, that's truly why. So I'm mad that we, out of three parts of the reunion, we only get one episode with Raquel. Not that I don't enjoy Sheena's point of view, but I think Raquel was definitely the more pressing person I wanted to hear from on this reunion out of the two of them. Someone in my comments said that they should have made the reunion four parts, did two with Sheena, two with Raquel, and I definitely agree with that. Um, but what did you think of the reunion? Did you... Love part one, hate part two. Do you have the opposite opinion? I've seen the opposite opinion. I, again, I would give part one an A and part two a C. Let me know what you think. Slide into my DMs. My Instagram is at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Follow me on TikTok too. Um, and then while you're on Instagram, make sure you follow Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. They're spelled B-L-E-A-V. Uh, hey, if you have iTunes, can you do me a flavor and just rate me five stars? Leave on a little nice review. Slap subscribe. Slap subscribe. Wow. Slap subscribe. Like a cute little tush. Um, not only for me, but for all your favorite podcasters. Because again, we do this on our own time. And we do it for the love of the game. So it's really appreciated. It's like a little present you can give us. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to the Believe in Bravo Besties show podcast that makes more sense i will talk to you next week bye babe Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.